You can't be a good podcast producer and not have your own podcast. There, I said it. Welcome to episode four of the Full-Time Podcast Producer. I'm your host, Isaac Smith, and today we're going to talk about a topic that it's not controversial, but it is kind of a debate that I have with other podcast producers or, or really just something we talk about, and it's whether or not as a podcast producer, as a, as a professional, whether or not you should have your own podcast or not. Is it better for you as far as performance, as far as your work, if you have one, or is it better that you're just sitting there making content for other people that are paying you money and instead putting that time that you would put towards your own show towards their show? I'm not going to say that there is a wrong answer, except that there is. I, I personally think that you should have your own podcast as a podcast producer. And in this episode, I'm going to present my case. And this is actually part of a series that we're going to be doing on Thursday releases going into five steps to becoming a podcast producer. And we're going to start with what I call step zero, which is this topic of should you have your own podcast? So going into this, but before we start, I want to just invite you to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you are here if you're benefiting from this content. Also, leave a five-star review and just let us know what you think. And really, if you have any questions, I'd love to know about that too. You can find me on LinkedIn, follow the link in the show notes below, and, and we'll have a conversation. So this idea of, of having your own podcast as a podcast producer is sometimes a mute point. When someone gets to the point and they're going, okay, I'm ready to take podcast production and turn it into an income stream to help me realize some of my financial goals, usually when they hit that point, they've already been working on their own podcast. And so they had that as their incubator to figure out what it was that they wanted to be when they grew up, or at least what they wanted to do on the side when they grew up, if, if you want to do this part-time. But then I also know that there are some people who either come to podcast production in general and their original job or their original first show or their original first project was never their own podcast. It could have been that they were an audio professional brought in to work on a podcast for another business, loved it, decided to go into full-time podcast production and never once had their own show and they are doing fine. And that is absolutely fine, by the way. More power to you. But I want to make my case as to why I think if you really want to do this, it helps a lot to have your own show going on, or at least to have it on the side somewhere. Personally, I have a podcast that is the Business RPG Shameless Plug. If you want to go over and listen to some nerd content, that's a show that I have over there. But it's in the background. It's not something that is active right now. It's in the off season. And that's what I've had to do while building the business. But it doesn't mean that I'm not going to return back to it. There's flexibility there. It is my podcast. It is up to me as to what happens and how far and how serious I want to take it. But the net result of launching and maintaining that show is still something that I reap the benefits of on a regular basis. And I want to share that with you today. So let's talk about this idea of creating a podcast as a podcast producer. The first reason that it's going to make a big impact for you in, in your practice and what it is that you're doing is it gives you direction. It gives you a format, a process. It gives you the bones of, of the structure that is going to be your product you're delivering in your business. 
you know what it takes to connect with a host and publish a podcast. You know what it takes to record. You know what equipment goes into having a nice setup based off the sound you're trying to get. You know what it's like to edit and to master and to get content put together and out to the public. You know the process from start to end. You know what can go wrong in a process from start to end. You know how to fix those problems from start to end. It gives you an excellent experience. And the reason number two is it allows you to make some mistakes with no consequences to other people. It allows you to experiment with things without there being any consequences to a contract, a paycheck, someone else's following, someone else's image. It all comes down to what it is you're willing to do, what it is you're wanting to experience and experiment with. And that's research. That's data that you're able to then put back into your practice and use and equip yourself with going into another client's project. They didn't have to experience all that. They didn't have to suffer any of the mistakes. And I, I don't mean to make it sound like if you start your own podcast, you're going to have this gargantuan weight fall on you if you make one or two mistakes. It's just nice to know that someone that you enjoy working with, hopefully, doesn't have to have any negative repercussion as a result of you making a mistake or you trying something new. In fact, it gives you experience that they honestly don't have the time to learn themselves. And that, that brings us to point number three. You are able to deliver on an experience that they are looking to have, but they aren't looking to put in the time to have that experience. Usually if, if they're wanting to start a show from scratch, you are the contractor, you are the specialist brought in to help them based off your experience, get their show created from start to finish and have it maintained. And if you have your own show, if you're able to sit there and go, okay, well, here's what, what worked for me when we got to this point, here's what I know needs to happen by this date. If we're going to launch by this date, you're able to facilitate all that and put it together, and they don't have to go through all of this. You are shaving time off of the learning curve that they are going to have when it comes to creating a podcast. It's invaluable experience. And it also makes you something that Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, calls a real teacher, someone who teaches, instructs, consults, guides based off of experience they've actually had instead of sharing experience out of a textbook. Sound familiar? How many times have we learned from someone who was just reading out of a book? How much of what we've learned has been from people who are just reading it and regurgitating it back to us and wanting us to regurgitate it back to them. How much more effective have your lessons been when you're learning from someone who's actually there in the field with the real life experience? Or let me ask you this, how much more of an effective teacher or guide or consultant are you when you're able to guide based off of your experience instead of reading some blog on Buzzsprout? Blog on Buzzsprout is great. That's one of my go-to sources whenever I need some information about a topic that I don't know much about. But it's something that I'm going to implement, test, practice before I deliver it to my client. Any opportunity that I can. Number four. You are building your own portfolio and you're building a network. 
I, I said this at, at the very, very beginning. Podcasting is a tool for networking. It is one of the most invaluable sources of connecting with people that you otherwise wouldn't have known. It is great for establishing expertise, building an audience, getting the word out about something, all that stuff. But the focus being on the network, your network being your net worth, the people that you connect with by having a podcast, that end result that a podcaster is going to get, that one of your clients is going to get, is something that you are going to get. You are going to have that same end result, depending on what your podcast niche is and, and some of the other things that you're doing with your content. But if you're able to have your own show, there's no reason that you can't get that same end result. And you, as a podcast business, can't then leverage that into business growth in your niche. That's something that uh, really, really resonates with me and something that I, I really try to impress on anyone I'm working with in the podcasting space, just what the net result of a podcast can be for your network. And then finally, creating my own podcast gave me a degree of empathy and a degree of expertise that I otherwise would not have had. Whenever you're talking to someone who is new to podcasting, you will be asked a lot of questions and they're subjective questions, but they're asking you. They see you as the expert and experts have experience. So if I'm going to be sitting there helping someone create a show, I have to have something to base that off of. And so, for example, today I had a client who was going into their first recording and they're, they're very, very organized. And I was surprised when I got this question from them. It was their first episode. And I get this message saying, hey, should I introduce myself and my guest at the beginning of the episode? And I could have paused and, and been shocked that that's not something that they had already thought through, that that's something that I probably should not assume that they have put together. I, I just did in this situation because they've been so well organized in all other aspects. But instead, I, I just told them real quick, in my experience, you're going to be introducing yourself in your intro and in your trailer here and here and here. It's probably better just to focus on the guest when it comes to this actual episode. That's all I needed to know. But I had to base that off of experience. I had to base that off of things that I've worked with in order to be able to communicate with him in a way that was empathetic. Hey, I've been there. Hey, this is what my experience has been. This is what my client's experience has been. This is what some of the articles say, but what I think works out of those articles and what I don't think works out of those articles versus being caught flat-footed and not really knowing how to respond because it's not something that I've faced yet. It's not something that I have any expertise in yet. It's, it's not something that I've had to ask myself. So th those are just five reasons as to why I think it's important if you're going to be in this industry that you take the time and put yourself in this industry. It's a lot easier to talk to someone as a peer than it is as, as a contract uh, to employer. And, and that, that right there is my opinion. But it has been my experience that whenever I'm able to come to the table saying, hey, I have this show and this is what worked for me as a podcaster, it makes a huge difference to my clients as to their experience working with me and their experience becoming a podcaster. So 
let me know if that helped. Go ahead, find me on LinkedIn, send me a DM. Let's connect. Let's talk about your podcast and what it is that you're actually basing your building blocks of experience off of. Or let me know if you disagree. We can have a very healthy conversation there too. Be sure you like, subscribe, and share this show with a friend. And I'll talk to you very, very soon.